Hello and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 289. My name is Chris. Is that? And this week, The Crimson Pirate. Yeah. Uh, this is the our fourth of our... Um, Technicolor... Technicolor... Travels. Travel. <laughs> whatever it was, yeah. Um, so we've been kind of jumping 10, mm-hmm. 10 years each time. Um, so this one is from 1952. Mm-hmm. Which is getting right towards the end of the Technicolor era. Yeah, yeah. And uh, m- m- lots of Technicolor. By this point, to be, yeah, lots of Technicolor pretty, to be found. Pretty common at this yeah. point. But it's not, also not really notable. Special. <laughs> but it is also notable because it is also coming to an end around this point yeah. too. So, um, um, so the Crimson Pirate was written by Roland Kibbe and Waldo. Well, Waldo Salt did the first draft, but uh, I don't think is credited because of the whole. Uh, Oh, well, some blacklist, changes were made. Blacklist kind of thing going yeah, on at the yeah. time. And directed by Robert Siodmak. Mm-hmm. And was released uh, September of 1952. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, funny enough, another pirate-themed yeah. movie. Similar um, to last last time. Uh, quite a different time, type of movie, though. Yes. Um, well, it was interesting, because I didn't know, uh, going to this, I... Because you asked me, actually, to pick this one. Yeah. And... Uh, I um, didn't. I didn't really do any research beyond like, oh, is this a like? I saw the t- I saw it sort of stood out, time, and it stood out. I was like, oh, Crimson Pirate stood out. It's yeah. very. I was like, oh, I recognize some actor names, yeah, yeah. and it was highly rated. And I was like, it okay, is, good. It enough. is very highly. It's rated. very highly rated, and I was like, good enough. So I didn't really look beyond that. Like I, I didn't watch any trailers or anything. Yeah. So I wasn't even sure. Like. Is it a comedy? Is it a... Like, I didn't know what this Definitely comedy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I mean, right from the get-go. Yeah. They... Well, I, like, when I first looked it up, it's described as, like, a tongue-in-cheek... Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I forget the exact... It's like a tongue-in-cheek comedy adventure film. Yes, yes. Uh, Very much so. Yeah, with Burt Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, apparently Burt Lancaster later said that he thought that the tone of this movie was influential on maybe the, some of the Bond it, oh, kind okay. of stuff. The, mm. Sort of the more kind of tongue-in-cheek no. kind of Bond um, stuff. Inter- interestingly enough, some of the um, the style of this film uh, was the, they actually looked to the Black Swan yeah. as, as, as influence I, in, in... I actually, I didn't uh, it's like highly rated, but I actually didn't really dig this one that much. No, it, I didn't. I actually liked the Black Swan better. It, this was definitely like there were parts of this movie that I really enjoyed. No, I mean and it then, wasn't terrible. No, it was just and then and then actually and then like a lot of parts that I found found kind of like just boring. Yeah, it, you know? that's what I found and too, which is weird. Like I would not have expected for, that. Well, for a very short movie that has a very like simple simple plot. Yeah. Um. Like, say, compared to, like, the Black Swan, yeah. which had, like, you know, the double-crossing, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the, sure. had the romance thing angle, and, like, yeah. all this stuff going on. This had a very simple plot. Yeah. And, uh... A lot of cliches. A lot of... Well, I mean, granted, yes, it's 1952. They, they weren't... But, cl- maybe they weren't cliches but, yet, but, you know... You know they were me, a style. they were, like, like, very typical. I was yeah. surprised at how much every scene... And I know part of this was probably done for, um... That kind of like run-on joke humor, yeah. But like, there aren't a ton of scenes in this movie, and they all go long, yeah. Like it really caught me right right away when they did that first when they arrive in the the, the town there, yeah. And they do that chase scene, and that chase scene goes on 
forever. And it's it's funny to start. You mean, you mean like the the one where they're running from the guards and they're b- bouncing through the, yeah, the yeah, windows? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so I was like, wait, okay. Does this scene never end? All right, but I have something to say about that because like. My favorite parts of the movie yeah. were like where it was because okay because like Burton Lancaster and then like his sort of sidekick yeah which is like Oho Oho yeah played um, by uh, Nick, Nick Cravat yeah so basically they were like lifelong friends mm-hmm. they had uh, worked together when they did the circus acrobat stuff yes, yes. which like is extremely comes it, into play it, yes with all the action they do the, their own stunts, stunts in the movie yeah yeah and. They uh, continue to be friends, like throughout their life, and apparently um, Lancaster uh, kept uh, Nick Cravat on a like on a salary, pretty much, as like his officially like as his trainer, oh, essentially, okay. right? Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you can see. I mean, like mm. they're they're obviously in very they're... very fit and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Especially yeah. Cravat, like he's a little guy, but he's like yeah, you know, yeah. plays super a, super fit. Plays a mute pirate in this, yeah, because he has a super strong Brooklyn apparently, accent. Yeah, and they he's were just a, like... he's he a lot of the roles that he did apparently they did without talking because yeah. the his accent wouldn't like fit with, with the a lot theme of, the of other, like yeah, 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 with, yeah. With, with well, well Burt Lancaster did a lot of like historical adventure yeah. movies and the the strong Burt Lancaster yeah. like he, he his accent fine like he can make sure. it work he can make it work with it but clearly sure. the other guy yeah, yeah. could not and yeah. so it was but it works yeah, I yeah. mean because he, he's such a physical mm-hmm. presence that mm-hmm. like him kind of miming everything sort of works for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for me, those are, like, those were kind of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, Simply yeah. because then I could just kind of, like, forget about everything else. Mm. And, like, the plot didn't matter. The characters didn't matter. Yeah. It was just them running around. Yeah. The, the doing hijinks. Hi- doing hijinks. The hijinks are the best parts. Like, jumping sure. in and out of mm-hmm. windows. Yeah. Swinging on things mm-hmm. and doing all kinds of physical it's, it's, stuff. It's like Bouncing the, and... The, you know, the when they did the like the 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 boarding stuff on the yeah on the the pirate ships yeah yeah like that again it had all it's that all, like, same very acrobatic yeah. and very because that's their that's yeah. their background mm-hmm. and so like that stuff I was like kind of had fun with that but you're right I mean it goes on forever yeah but I was like is kind of the most fun part of the yeah, movie yeah, yeah because nothing else really mattered well, at I, that I, point. I it was just I pure... didn't mean that in a bad way yeah. I just meant it was it was surprised I was like yeah wow like. This movie's not very long, and they're right. spending a lot. And then, well, the story is so simple. I mean, I mean it's, it's yeah, so yeah, simple. Yeah, like uh, you, you, the villain is the villain mm-hmm. the whole way through. Yeah, you know, and it's like the you know that like, I mean, the the part man. I will say this: clearly, the people who made the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, yeah, yeah. watched this movie. Oh, for sure. A lot. That was that was the because other thing I wanted to bring like, up. Yeah. Like, because I mean, we talked about some of the stuff with like Black Swan. And yeah. how, because of that being 42, mm-hmm. it kind of predates a lot of the sort of typical pirate yeah. movie tropes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the typical pirate movie tropes come from the 50s, especially from uh, from the uh, Disney uh, Treasure Island movie, right? Yes, yeah. That's yeah. like where the pirate voice comes from, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um, but like, when you get to this one... Wow, like that's where the comedy, that's where the well, the, the, the a lot of the action, like yeah. all the like crazy bouncing around, silly, like this leads to this leads to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally what they do in mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, they the 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 having the the upside down boat with mm. the air pocket and walking along the they thing. Literally they did literally that. did that in Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, yeah. multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, like, yeah, I mean, clearly 
mm-hmm. this kind of like tongue in cheek sort of you know lighthearted re- adventure yeah uh, was was definitely an influence, um, but it's just it, like the the story is just way too simple. Mm. The characters are just way too simple. There's no like the, there's no depth at all. No, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hi <Hi-ho>. oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I mean. Like, yeah, okay, you can say, like, ah, oh, it's a 1952 movie. But, like, think about other stuff that was out uh, at oh, that time, sure. right? I mean, like, like I already said, Treasure mm. Island, that was, like, mm. 51, um, right? Um, you know, this this year had movies like Singing in the Rain, which we're both big fans of. Yeah. You know, uh, Hitchcock movies from the 50s. I mean, mm. you know, it, it's not really this an was, excuse. Well, like, the... The and I understand it's a lighthearted for sure. It's not. Sure, it's yeah. not meant to be like a deep movie. But to me, well, it's, again, it just wasn't enough. There wasn't enough substance. Compared to the movie we did last week, yeah, compared to the Black Swan, yeah. where they like a lot more like care was given to like every aspect of yeah. Yeah. of of like the romantic story, the drama part, the, yeah. the every part of it was given. You know, yeah, um, this just felt well, a little too light. It was like well, I mean, very a lot of breezy, it too. Very just so light. much of this movie is antic stuff yeah there's not a ton of dialogue yeah. there's not a lot of ton of time for just like actual storytelling in it like well but i they think did, the story i mean only... they chose not to yeah, yeah. oh and yeah and they for basically sure, for just sure. made it this like you know lots of like running around and you know and i mean i'm not saying <laughs> when they go to the, like the governor's said, house there and yeah, they go to I the mean, ball the stunt stuff the, is yeah. fun like yeah. seeing lancaster and cravat do their thing is yeah. fun the big fight at the end, yeah. where it's just the huge melee, and and everybody's getting like throat knocked overboard, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of you know hijinks. Again, very much you could see like, oh man, pirate the pirates of the Caribbean yeah. movies were so influenced by this. Yeah. Um, well, and that's in, fun. in between there a very Pirates of Penzance also. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that's fun, but like, it just wasn't enough. Like yeah. it was just lacking mm-hmm. in in. In substance, well, and, and, and it felt like a, in some ways, it was like a diet soda yeah. versus like for sure, know, a for full. Sure. And, and in some ways, I know. was surprised because they had actually a pretty good setup. Because they had okay, they've got this island. They got the, yeah. the gun running. Oh, it's a great concept. The ship shows up. We get we get we get sort of the the not the main villain but the well, surprise Christopher Lee appearance, young Christopher Lee yeah, appearance. Yeah, As as well, this was early so, as career. Yeah. He's not even in the official credits. No, yeah. Um. This is early, like this is because this is like you know just after he uh, like his war you know yep. time years and stuff, and when he was just getting going and acting. Yeah. This is before the Hammer stuff, right? Yeah. Because I think um, the first big like Hammer movie, uh, which he did was uh, I guess the first Frankenstein one they did, um, that wasn't which was fifty seven, I think. Yeah, so that's not till and later. then three years later. and then the first Dracula, which is the one that made him a, like a big star, I think was like fifty eight, fifty nine, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like 58. Yeah, uh, so there you go. So, yeah. like, not until kind of the later 50s did he sort of mm-hmm. really kind of break through. Yeah. So, at this point, he's still kind of unknown. Yeah. And But, man, unmistakable. I mean, yeah. that voice alone is just like, oh, my God, it's Christopher Lee. It's, uh... I was really hoping he'd be, like, in more... He was pretty much just, like, in that one scene, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, evidently, in this uh, autobiography, he talks about being in this movie... And uh, he says the script that he got. Oh yeah, yeah. Like for this was originally supposed to be like serious, very right? serious. Yeah. And then when he, but it had been rewritten a whole ton of times by yeah. the time he actually got to do the movie. Yeah. And it was just like unlike the movie. You just have no idea what was going on. Total nonsense. Yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, it's interesting to me that it still turned out like it was so it's so being so highly rated and yeah. stuff like that. Like I just I I guess sort of I don't know. Maybe I'm looking for the wrong thing, but like I, I, I'm not saying it's terrible no, by any no. means. I mean, the production value is there. The yeah. the you know it's all there, but it's just to me it they didn't do enough. There just isn't enough oomph. Yeah, no, like they for didn't sure, do for enough sure. with the concept. It, it's too light. It reminds me, like, and this and, is, a, and if they had gone all the way into just complete ridiculous farce, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 um, spoof almost, yeah, yeah. then I could kind of accept mm. that more. I could just mm. be like, oh, this is like, you know, the '50s equivalent of like, you know, Zucker Brothers movies yeah. from, no. you know, but like, but they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> you know. It, it it actually like I've seen a lot of like movies from around this like late forties early fifties time period and there's a lot like this was this kind of like 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 almost zero plot yeah. just like like antics adventure yeah. was like a whole big genre yeah. at the time I guess it's and, just, to me like, and they're all they're all like this they're all like yeah well that was kind of fun I just feel like but like you need a little what more... if they had given it a little bit more you know yeah I just feel like yeah. there needed to be a little more to chew on there needed to be a little more substance yeah it was yeah. just very thin yeah um but but you know it looked good yeah. uh yeah. the the stunts were great um the you know that all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so I mean like it's not like it was awful it was just not again like you said it was just too light it was too... Yeah, it just needed a little more substance, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, 80, it's 80% of a movie. They, they didn't... Yeah. <laughs> the last bit there. Because at a certain point, like, you didn't even... Like, I didn't... I was like, wait, where are we in the plot of, like... <laughs> I, and then I was like, oh, it doesn't matter and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... Yeah, and that's a problem. Well, what's, when we were at the ball... When they were at the, the big ball scene yeah. there, I was like, how does this tie... Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Bring on the antics. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and at that point, yeah. it really, you know, the movie was almost yeah. you know, nearly done exactly. by then. It exactly, was fine, yeah. You know? it was, like, it, it uh, just, it just, it, it wasn't terrible. It was like... A Saturday well, morning cartoon. It was well made, but yeah, exactly. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was too cartoony, yeah. but at the same time, not cartoony enough. Like, yeah, they yeah. didn't, they didn't commit well, they all the way. Well, they set up a movie that was going to be a little bit more than it was, yeah. and then, and then they just immediately just dived into, yeah. you know... And and you can have that. You can have a movie that is like lots of goofy antics yeah. and still deliver a plot. But, like but it's you, possible. Well, you know, that's the thing is you you, know, you need to like like pick you know either yeah. either have a little bit of the silliness but have enough substance to like make it still like a yeah. real story with real characters mm-hmm. or like I say you just commit all the way to yeah. like just completely goofy like yes. spoofy just yeah. madness. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Then you don't need a plot or characters or anything. Mm-hmm. You just need jokes, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether visual, you know, physical jokes or whatever. Mm. But they did that thing, which is like the cardinal sin of like that thing of being kind of wishy-washy and falling somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. it just is like, nope, you got to pick, pick, pick a, pick a side of the wall there. Yeah. Uh, because uh, if you want to straddle that line, you got to be on your game like you got to be in the top percent only Mm -hmm. the top percentile of movies are able to perfectly straddle the line yeah like well that's how you get generally original pirates you gotta pick one or the other you gotta pick one or the other for the most part Mm. right either you're taking it even if it's a comedy you're taking it somewhat seriously as like this is a somewhat real world 
There are things going on. There are people. Either real characters are actual people. Yeah. Or you commit to the this is just complete nonsense yeah. and it's just well, jokes. It's it's and I it's think like, that the, the trick there is is yeah. you have to get that really great pairing of that act or the of that uh well I mean actor is obviously important but of that writer and the director yeah and they have to have a. Yeah. They both have and to maybe know. because of the behind the scenes sort of turmoil of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's and I mean, and you, I mean, you see it all the time. You see a movie that is like, well, everything was potentially written very good here, yeah. but clearly the actor, the director, was not on the same page, and then vice versa. Yeah. You see, like, well, everything was directed great here, but the writing just didn't meet a yeah. standard. And it sounds like there was a lot of issues surrounding well, the whole because of this era, yeah, being yeah. that height of like the whole. Like blacklist and yeah. house on American activities and mm-hmm. the whole like red scare, of, mm-hmm. you know, like oh everybody communists under every rock, you know, yeah. and 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 everyone being suspicious, everyone, yeah, and then like the people that kind of the actual like, you know, artists in the middle of it all mm-hmm. being like like they're just trying to do their thing, yeah. they're just trying to make well, their art, um, and it's like they're they're Burn having Lancaster, to deal they're having to deal with all this political stuff. Burt Lancaster was a very vocal person yeah. against that. Yeah. He was. It was uh, uh, also incidentally, this was his final film that he did with Warner Brothers. Okay, um, this film ran way over budget. Okay, uh, somehow I, I mean I guess maybe all the stunts and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, it ran way over budget. Maybe they just weren't expecting. Like and they uh, that they could do it and so maybe. Warner Brothers after this they instituted a uh, Burt Lancaster specifically Burt Lancaster movies cannot go over a certain uh. budget and. Bert just said fine and went to Universal. Right. He just he just left and went to Universal because Universal just would give him what he wanted, yeah. whatever he wanted. Well, because he was so enormous, such an enormous actor yeah, at I the mean, time, he was guaranteed money in the bank. Absolutely. So I was Warner Brothers lost there. Yeah. Um, but this movie also made like crazy box up. Like it was really successful film at the time too. So I'm not sure exactly what they're. Maybe that that decision came down before the box I mean, office came in, yeah. but. Studios yeah. are, yeah. you know, they can be funny yeah. about these things, yeah. but also generally speaking, they don't like things to go over budget, no. even if they ultimately turn yeah. out it's to be successful. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like, and it, it went significantly over budget because it was supposed to have a budget, I think, of like one point two million, mm-hmm. and it went like one point eight. Yeah. So that's for the time. That's a pretty I big. Mean, it's budget. saying yeah, it's saying here one point seven five. Oh, was it one point seven? Which is a lot. Yeah. Um. Because uh, I think uh, even by the '60s, the average budget for movies was still like under two. Yeah, yeah. Um, with obviously mm-hmm. like big epics being more, but yeah. Um, but to me, what I think is funny about that is because um, last time when we did black swan yeah and we were talking about how that movie had almost a million and a half it was like almost 1.5 million right. budget oh yeah in yeah. 42 oh right yeah yeah and which was could, a crazy which budget. is crazy but you yeah. could see how lavish it was you could see mm-hmm. like how like they spare no expense those incredible sets they had and everything right mm-hmm. um this one felt a lot more like i don't know just kind of by the numbers i mean yeah there were still sets and there's still like you know kind of set pieces and lot and lots but a lot of it felt like much more lot driven it's like these are probably just places that yeah. they have on their lot that they've done dozens of movies on you yeah. know then they just dress like yeah because you know they all they all those locations look very 
I don't know. They they look very generic and just kind of like yes. nothing really special. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like in Black Swan, like some of those sets were just very impressive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, maybe they were built for something else and they were redressed. But like, hey, they did a good job of disguising them as something. Whereas yeah. with this one, they felt kind of just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, so, anything else or no? I mean, it was yeah. it was okay. I mean, I'm glad to have seen it. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think if I had seen this really... movie as a kid, mm-hmm. I probably would have like maybe I would have like a yeah, maybe. like a deeper yeah. like you know because it feels like man, ten year old definitely would be a lot less not... critical. Well, exactly. Well, ten. Well, yeah, sure, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but like ten year old me would have like really dug the antics and not cared about yeah, you know probably. Um, I mean, you still might have found it a little slow though because of how well again how some of the scenes run the, on the a scenes bit. run on and it's kind of yeah, yeah. yeah not not. But, but yeah, I mean they they spaced out the the action pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty decently, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it wasn't bad by any no, means. No. It was just, you know, it was just no. a little lacking in substance. Yeah. yeah. And no. didn't really commit to the nonsense quite enough to make up for it. Yeah. No. So so that would yeah. that's sort of. But yeah, no, yeah. I'm glad to have seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's check another one off the list and yeah, pirate movie. There's our our Technicolor little. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's so our, I guess. We got a good, to, got to see kind of a good cross-section of the development of, mm-hmm. you know, it, it being sort of improved over time. I mean, definitely the color was better here than in the last movie. Yeah. Uh, overall. I, yeah. Um, I think I like the stylized cinematography of the Black Swan a little oh, more. Oh, yes, very much so. But obviously, yes, like the mm-hmm. color quality and, mm-hmm. and picture quality is definitely better here. Yeah. Because by the 50s, I mean, it was just, yeah. it was so perfected. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like the color stylings in, and then, in you know, uh, Doctor and Doctor Yeah, X, which is cool, know. but obviously very primitive because yeah. it was still, like, two-strip. It's still very green. It's two-strip. You know. It's, and also, but like, it was the, atmos- from, the atmospheric, enough. you know, the 20s. So it was like... Well, yeah, I mean, obviously you saw that the very earliest of it. Yeah, you yeah. saw that progression, which was cool, This, which mm-hmm. was kind of the whole point of doing this, was yeah. kind of to see that sort of, like... How it changed a little bit over time, and then eventually was phased out as new techniques came in to improve on it yeah. more. You know, yeah. so. But uh, but yeah, so um, that's the end of this episode. Yeah, we will be back next week with yeah. a top five yeah. for episode two ninety. Something a little different. Yeah, not not the fact that we're doing top five, uh, but just uh, the nature of it. The nature of top five. Yeah, should, um, be, should be fun. So we'll be back uh, next week with that. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. Let's have it. Cheers. Bye bye.